not that cricket. Said podcast. The name is Larry Kwiderai. The podcast gets you close with what's happening in Zimbabwean cricket. And uh, we are on the eve of the uh, T20 World Cup. It's the day I've been waiting for since the 17th of July when Zimbabwe qualified for the World Cup. And I was like, yes. And now we've got to go through this uh, stage, first round stage, in which we've got to play a couple of matches. So in this, in this podcast, I'm going to talk about what we're going to do in the first match, who we're going to choose. Um, the permutation combinations, what the stresses may be, talking about the ground as well, uh, what its limitations may be, and what I think is the best case scenario for how we can get through to the next round. Also going to get some comments from uh, Zimbabwe coach uh, Dave Houghton before he left and talked about, you know, qualifying uh, for the Super 12 was the least uh, of what you, in as far as what he wanted to achieve. And... Uh, Pro 50 is on, I know, but I'm going to give you Pro 50 updates in a couple of days. But for this particular episode, I wanted to focus specifically on the World Cup. Well, put it this way, I'll be disappointed if we don't get through the first round. Um, the way we're playing, and if we play a similar brand of cricket, I expect us to win that first qualification round um, you know, with, with West Indies, Ireland and Scotland. And that's, that's the absolute minimum for us. So I'm not talking about maybe winning one game here or one there. We need to win that win that qualifying round. Then if we get into the main draw, we'll see if we can cause some damage or some big names. What's happening, what's happening everybody? Thank you for the match. Thank you Zimbabwe. Go Zimbabwe. Go, go, go. Zimbabwe, Australia, coming. <laughs> so it is the moment we've been waiting for for a couple of uh, years. We missed out on the uh, last year's edition of the World Cup because of that suspension by the ICC because you know who did, do you know what and we ended up not getting what, what. So not going to go into that because it's a dark period to think we've just put that behind us. And the Chevrons are in Australia. They're going to be playing in Hobart, where they're going to be playing all their matches from, uh, the qualifier matches, at least. So they want to get into the next round. So there's a first round in which there are eight teams. In Zimbabwe's group, there is the West Indies, Ireland, and Scotland. The other group has got uh, Netherlands, the United Arab Emirates, Namibia, and uh, what's the other team? What did, who did Namibia? Sri Lanka. Uh, Sri Lanka, Namibia actually produced the first shock of the tournament. The Asia Cup champions, uh, Sri Lanka, were expected to just, you know, bowl through, you know, just really riot through that group. But they were beaten by Namibia and a very impressive Namibia, 55 runs. So it wasn't even like uh, they sneaked past them. It was a bloody nose and some really great bowling. I have to say there's some rubbish, I should say, some really rubbish bowling by uh, Sri Lanka. Some really awful. And I'm hoping that I'm going to talk about that a little bit because... They, they're both short of a length and made it easy for guys to get away from them. Whereas if you bowled a little bit fuller, you, it was harder to get away. That, now, that's on that pitch. It was very two-paced uh, if you watched it in the morning. Uh, Zimbabwe are playing in, um, in uh, Hobart, and I'm going to give you a rundown of it, uh, of the kind of pitch we're going to be playing. Uh, you, uh, according to uh, you know, experts, is you may not want to be a wrist spinner in Hobart, not just because the staging matches there in October risks a rather chilly days and evenings. It has far away the highest economy rate of wrist, wrist spinners at 8.76, more than uh, a run 
uh, higher, they run higher per over than the next highest, which is with the MCG at 7.59. It's interesting to note that Hobart Hurricane signed leg spinner Shadab Khan in the BBL draft. Fingers spin, though, fares somewhat better with an economy of 7.30. Now, I've got a lot of wrist spinners in our team, so that's something to look out for. But I think a lot of our guys have got a better controlled action uh, and that sort of thing. Hussey's take says the batter friendly. Just go hard from um, ball one. Really going to be a get bowled out. Very small boundaries on both sides of the ground. And generally one end is pretty sm small too. And if that end is with the breeze, you're on a, uh, you're on a hide into nothing. It feels like a 30 meter boundary. If you're batting, go hard from ball one and you end up getting about 200 plus. But with the, with the ball, whatever your plan is to that batter, you've got to execute and use the breeze to your advantages because it's such a blowy outdoor stadium. It's exceptionally hard to defend. If the batter can move around the crease at the end of the innings, you generally get the odd full toss and then they can change their plan. So as a batter, you have to move around your crease a bit to sort of stuff up the bowler's area of expertise of execution. Now for Zimbabwe, uh, we've got two returning senior bowlers in Blessing Mzarabani and Tendai Chatara. At the best of times, you're like, yes, go, let's go with that. But Blessing Mzarabani, even during the qualifier, struggled a bit in the T20 format. He was getting hit for quite a bit. And even in the first, um, uh, what is it? Um, well, there was only one, but when he played against Sri Lanka, he's bowling back of a length. So they come, even though it, in, in, at a length, you're looking at that ball sort of hitting at midriff area. It was coming a little bit high and easy to pull away. So it was becoming a little bit easy to hit. Tendai Shatara's first over, he was particularly miserly, made five, only conceded five, but then conceded 18 towards the back end. Now, granted, uh, the, the bowlers in that instance only bowled two overs each and were like 11 bowlers that were used in that match. So it's not a, it's not, it's not a good um, you know, determinant on what we could do in that pitch. And with the new coach in, uh, the new bowling coach, uh, Steve Kirby, who's traveled with the team, hoping that there's some plans there. I don't know if he's got enough time to have an effect, but um, everyone that I've come across says he's already had a positive effect within the dressing room. So I'm hoping that that sort of gives, you know, gives our guys some armory, especially the fast bowlers. But the spinners out there, when we went to Australia, I know these are different grounds, so I don't want to use it like, you know, Australian pitches are like this. But what happened is that spin is what served us against Australia and the ODIs. Obviously, there's a different format different types of opposition. The West Indies are going to be a big, have got big hitters. And so do um, uh, Ireland, who will play first. And that is going to be something that's going to be very challenging for the, our batters out there and our bowlers as well. So when, when I look at the, the, the lineup um, that I'm looking at, so Zimbabwe are going to have got four paces to, to pick up from. Uh, Brad Evans, Blessing Zarabani, Tenai Chatara, and Luke Jongwe. And I think in every match, they're going to pick, pick two paces. And therefore, I think this, my predicted starting 11 for the first match is going to be Craig Irvin, Regis Chakava. Um, and this is the batting order, by the way. Uh, Sean Williams, uh, Westy Madevere. You know those can get switched around depending on the left-right combination that the coach likes to go with. Sikanda Raza, uh, Milton Shumba, Ryan Burl. Tony Munyonga is going to is a call that I'm going to make. Uh, Wellington Masakaza, uh, Blessing Zarabadi, and Tendai Chetara. The only difference is 
you might decide to go with Loku Jongwe because of his ability to hit hard. Tony Nyonga has got the same ability. The boy hits uh, from ball one. He's going to try and hit fours and sixes from ball one. But that's the only part that I think might be a little bit negotiable. But the rest is how I expect it to, um, to, to pan out. I think the thing that was a weakness against um, Sri Lanka in the first match was the running in between the wickets wasn't as fluid as we'd like it to be. So there were uh, about 41 dot balls. And you think if you have those dot balls and turn them into twos and ones, you win that match because you lost by 30 odd runs. If you like twos, you know, if you if you have two, you know, 10 twos, that's 20. If you have 11 ones, that's, that's um, you know, that's 31 runs. But then when it's that close, a four is going to come from somewhere. But if you're so far behind, you're obviously going to make a bigger effort than you you would like to. Now, the best thing for me is everybody says, no, we should be looking to beat to win the matches on Monday and Friday. And I say, no, actually, what Zimbabwe need to do is they need to win every match. Go into the first match, win it. Go into the second match, win it. Go into the third match and win it. Ideally, you want to have won both matches, the both opening matches, um, both opening matches, only one can open, uh, first and second match, so that when you're dealing with Scotland, you're not uh, dealing with a potential uh problem i mean scotland are the technically the weakest team and certainly as far as rankings are concerned but on a, on a day you know in t20 cricket they can sneak up on you namibia just snuck up on uh, sri lanka and gave them a bloody nose so i really do think there has to be a concerted effort to win every match and then everybody else figures out their own lives you don't want to have that old situation that used to have in football when, you know, quality, trying to qualify for the Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, we're wondering, okay, we need that person to do this so that we can do that, pulling our calcul calculators. The big um, issue that is there is that rain might be a factor. That is on the Monday and on the Friday. And we've got evening matches. That's another big factor. Zimbabwe don't play that many evening matches. And all matches are in the evening, which is a good thing if you're in Zimbabwe because then you're watching the match at 10 a.m., not at 6 a.m. like the other guys are going to have to if they've got West Indies fans and, and so forth in Zimbabwe. But all of Zimbabwe's matches are at 10 a.m., which also gives you an opportunity to go out and drink if you want to. <laughs> 10 to 1, three hours of cricket. You go to your nearest drinking hole and watch your cricket from 10 a.m. Or, you know, watch it at home, whatever the case may be. But that those are going to be two big factors for me. The rain, which is predicted or, you know, expected, um, and evening matches, and it's, it's breezy, it's cold, and... So that becomes a factor. Now, the good thing is two people, two teams are playing on the same pitch. So you, it's not a case of, you know, if there's rain, then therefore we'll be affected more than the others. They, both teams will be as affected uh, by the rain. So but what we just got hope is that the, the team is just going to perform. We've got us, our str possibly our strongest side, certainly our strongest side, over the last couple of months that has traveled to the World Cup, the side that had us qualifying for the World Cup. So, you know, it's there. It, they've got to shine when they're out there. They've got to win those matches, and I'm hoping that that is going to be the case. I'll be giving an update 
uh, throughout the tournament um, as far as Zimbabwe can go. So, yeah, do check out uh, uh, on iTunes or they're called, they're called Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Spotify, whatever podcatcher you have, and look for the Clubhouse End Podcast where we'll be delving into all things Zimbabwe cricket. I'll give you a breakdown of what have happened in the first match and then, of course, a preview of the second and then, you know, and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah, that's it for the, for this quick rundown of my expectations the preview of the t20 world cup zimbabwe is at the t20 world cup and if you're in zimbabwe by the way it's being screened on super sport so if you've got super sport check it out on your app or you can check it out on your tv or through their website whatever the case may be and or you know just use one of them like quick info whatever if you can't uh view it but in the, the matches are being screened in Africa. Yeah, take care of yourself and the people that you love. My name is Larry Quiridai on Twitter at Quiridai. Uh, email Larry at 3-mob.com if you've got any suggestions, what do you want me to talk about? And if you've got any ideas, we also have a cricket lounge, uh, uh, what do you call it? WhatsApp uh, group. So you can inbox three men on a boat and put your number there and uh, we can c continue the conversation in there. Yeah, take care of yourself, the people that you love. Say over and over again, as I say from where I come from. My name is Larry Quirirai. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 